Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
love that song. I say it every week. Don't I, I say it, do. though? I, I know that. you do. Freaking every love week. that song. <laughs> hey, Chris. How, you How are you? I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? It's uh, 8.04 on a Eastern Standard Time slot. Um, that's where I am. Lily and maybe somewhere else in the universe, but she's oh, oh, yeah. she's here online. <laughs> I am. I'm on the West Coast tonight. <laughs> so it's only 5 o'clock here. Man, I'm jealous. Probably yeah. sunny and, and warm. Well, today mm. it was a little cloudy and slight winds, but uh, in okay. the 60s, tomorrow's 72 or higher. So I'm looking forward to that. Wow, nice. I'm jealous. Very nice. I'm very jealous. Very nice. Yes. Wow. For anybody just tuning in to join us this evening, thank you and welcome. Uh, I'm Chris Kelly, and that's Lillian Narodowski. We're from uh, 80s TV. Hello. We hello. have a webisode series that you can find online at chriskellyfrom80stv.com. And you can find us everywhere else, right, Lil? On the internet. Everywhere. Everywhere. Facebook, Twitter. Our website. Find us. Yeah. <laughs> we like to talk about our episodes here. We like to talk about things from the 80s and more. And uh, tonight's topic is what, Lil? 1984. And before we go on, I'm going to give out that phone number of ours. Please. Mm-hmm. That number to call in and talk to Chris or I and tell us what you were doing in 1984 is 718-508-9883. Again, I'll give it one more time. It's 718-508-9883. Give us a call. Tell us what's Hi, wrong. Hi, I'm Lillian, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. I, I love those sporadic, you know, surprise introductions <laughs> that he, he that Bay just throws in there. You right. Thank it. you. Thank you. <laughs> I think love we it. have a caller. I think we have a we caller do. already, Lil. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, um, put him through. Gina. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> how Hi, are Gina. you? Hi, Gina. How are you? I'm good, Lil. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Hi, Chris. Happy uh, Monday to you. <laughs> yes, happy, happy Monday. Monday. To you too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what were you, what were you doing in 1984? Like I said to Chris on uh, on uh, when he did his live chat. Uh, let's see. I was 13 at St. Bernadette's, uh, nice. eighth grade, and um, wearing the whole Pat Benatar "Love Is a Battlefield" haircut. Oh. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. In the movie Grease, hey, doesn't that, does that one girl say, I'm the best dancer at St. Bernadette? Well, well yes, that is my that. nickname. That is my nickname. <laughs> I am really? Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha. Uh, Cha-Cha, right. That's I swear it. to God, my friends who were, what, three years, three or four years older than me that all went to O'Hara, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and when they found out I went to St. Bernadette and I danced, and every time we watched Greece and everything, they'd be like, there's Jay, that's Chacha, she's the best dancer from St. Bernadette. So, that's great. That's, that's what great. they call me, Chacha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. Yeah. What kind of, uh, so did you like Pat Benatar's music? Uh, were you a big fan? I love Pat Benatar's music. Um, and, love is a battlefield. And was, love is a battlefield, <laughs> we belong, um, mm-hmm. hell is for children. I love Pat right. Benatar. Um, yes. But who else down during 84 was Duran Duran, Duran Duran, mm-hmm. as I used to say. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Wham. Wham, my all-time favorite. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I, 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 I George Michael. 
Mm-hmm. When he died, I didn't realize that he was that that music was that old, but it was. He came out like eighty three, eighty four. Well, that was my very first concert. Was when wow. mm-hmm. the day before. Wait, listen to this. September thirteenth, nineteen eighty five. I know I'm jumping up a year, but it was their first world tour. Right. And it was and it was at the vet, and it was the day before I started Prendy. It was the, my first day before. It was the day before mm-hmm. I started freshman year, mm-hmm. and. Wham, it was Wham. Uh, well, Wham was the headliner, but it was Shaka Khan, Katrina and the Waves, oh, and Dino, mm. <laughs> and then Wham. So wow, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was a great that was a great first concert. Oh my god! Didn't uh, and it was, was at the vet. Her, was her music the music behind that movie Billie Jean too? Was that her? Yep. That was well, that, was hell for, that was Hell is for Children. That's when that song came out, was for that, that Billy Jean movie. Okay. I like yeah. that movie. That's kind of cool. It's different. It's cheesy. Cheesy 80s right. movies. I, th- I think that one girl in it, though, is the one is the voice of Bart Simpson, too. Another 80s connection. Oh, Bart really? Simpson? Yeah. You look at the girl who plays, who is the voice of Bart Simpson. Yeah, her and name she's is, Billy uh, Jean. she was the same girl that was in the um, the movie City Slickers. Yes. She kind of has like the, real beady eyes, but really nice smile. Yeah. I can't, the hell is her, I can't Helen her name. something? Is it Helen oh, something? Let me look this up. I don't know. Did, um, Gene, i got to ask you a question. I saw uh, a message from a mutual friend. Did somebody from Delco pass away today or something? Delco pass away. Did Maria Luisa say somebody died? Oh, yeah, died? I, don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I saw that, and I paid my – I mean, I sent my condolences to her, but I have no idea who that individual is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who that is um, at all. Um, I thought I was like looking for a name, and I was looking at her picture, and I was like, mm, I don't recognize the end of that person. So actually, there's been a, quite a few in the last week. There's been like five, but they're all younger, so I don't know. They're so, all younger than me. So uh, the main Simpson, I thought Bart Simpson's the father, right? Who's the little kid? Who's Bart Simpson? The kid, right? Right. Bart is the oh, kid, right? So this shows somebody named you're, Nancy you're Cartwright. Are you thinking about Nancy Cartwright? No, you know what I'm thinking. Who's the, the girl from? Uh, the girl from Billy Jean does do one of the voices. I thought it was Bart. Maybe I'm wrong. No, the woman. No, that's not her. The this woman Nancy Cartwright does isn't is different. No, it's the woman that does Bart's voice. Is that's not the same lady? Hold on a second. Let me look at Did this. Did they change? Really? No, but I know one of the voices were like someone known, well known. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. The um, Hank Azaria plays the um. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Played in Billy Jean. So who does she also do one of the voices on on The Simpsons? Is that, is that just the rumor? Hold on. I will let you know in just one second. <laughs> I will be your fact checker for you. How about you? Got to call in every week, Gina. We need you, <laughs> dude. I'll, I'll do my best. Sometimes I forget that you guys are on. What's the girl's last name? Helen. What? Later. Here it is. Film and television work. Hold on. Faye Dunaway, Supergirl. Da da da. Secret of My Success. She was in the adventures of my old old Christine. No, Terry Stein. I, I totally give up. 
A tiny minute, dear. Chill. How does she spell her name? <laughs> television. Yeah, no, I got her for television. No, I don't. No, she's not on The Simpsons. She was on Will and Grace, Grey's Anatomy, Smallville, okay. CSI. Uh, so I've been duped. All these years, I thought she was the voice of, of Bart Simpson. I was no, duped. it's another girl. Here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly who that is. Yeah, no, I, I saw the name of the girl. It's, it's, it's not the girl I was thinking of. Bart. Nancy Cartwright. That's the it's voice, the voice but it's not the girl I'm thinking of. No, the girl yeah. I'm thinking of is Yearly Smith. That's the name of the girl I'm thinking of. Well, that's not that's not the voice of Bart Simpson. <laughs> yes, yes, she is. They the must hell have changed she is. It. I'm looking at it right now, dude. I'm, I'm on her IMDb page. They have pictures of her on the Simpsons movie in '89 and 2007. The movie. We're talking about the show. Well, who would think they would have changed it up? Well, they did. <laughs> I'm texting it I don't to you believe right now. Well, at least I wasn't duped. I knew some of what I was. Doing. I would think they wouldn't change it either, but you never yeah. know. That is nuts. I know, damn Hollywood, Jesus Christ! Seriously. <laughs> all right, all right. So what? What else? What do you think of the uh, Super Bowl last night, Tina? We got to ask everybody that question. Um, to be you honest, watched, you, right? I, I well, I was flipping between say yes to the dress and that. Um, um, <laughs> I really I, see. I'm not. I'm to the point where if my team is not in it, I really could care less. And <laughs> right. I was literally just voting for the the hometown boy Matt Ryan. God bless uh-huh. him. And yeah, I wanted to see. I really wanted to see the Falcons win because of him. Either way, I could care less. But mm-hmm. um, I was having fun taunting my friends in Boston until they <laughs> until they came back and won it. So yeah, it's kind know. of crazy. And I thought the commercials were not that exciting, so we'll talk about them too a little bit later. I, yeah, I didn't uh, really, I didn't, nothing stuck out for me. Yeah, I didn't you know? see one. I think the, the commercials have just sucked over the years completely. <laughs> um, they're not, they're not what they used to be when we were younger. I mean, really, in all honesty, no. they're really not that big of a deal. And some of them, they've already aired them before the Super Bowl. Did, Did either one of, yeah, good, good. I was going no, to, I was going to ask Gina if she enjoyed the halftime show. Oh, there you go. I sure, did. Sure. I love Gaga. I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. the funny thing is, I wasn't a big fan of hers when she first came out. I was like, eh, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Another wa- Madonna wannabe. But, mm-hmm. um, and then she just grew on me. And then, mm-hmm. of course, I found out she's Italian. I had to support her. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, got, I got sick with the Paisan girl. But, um, no, I thought she did a fabulous job. So much mm-hmm. better than last year's. I thought. I thought last year Beyonce. I, I could just. I could care less about her. She just mm-hmm. gets on my nerves. She has totally lost me. And all yeah. her political stance and stuff, like that whole Black Panthers thing. Like I'm sorry, Hollywood needs to just stay out of politics. Period. Just shut their mouth and knock it off. I'm done. <laughs> and then today. Miles. Today, did you hear that they're shaming Gaga, saying that uh, because her stomach, she's fat, she gained weight? I was like, are you oh people, my God. Like, are you kidding me with this? Yeah, no, my people Facebook just need page, to. I just did a whole thing on that. People need oh to my. shut the hell up. That's right. Yeah. That's rude. It's just a great performer. It. Yeah, it's just I mean, not how people look. It's like Those people that are saying that should get out there and do what she did and then talk. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. You know. Let's see what your stomachs look like. Really? 
right. you we call it pot belly smoking whatever. Give me a break. Unfortunately, that's society for you. You know, well, the, no, people. it's social media. It's social media. Well, that's exactly which is what it is, that's which is everybody's society. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they, yeah, how they see things. It's like very wow. sad. I'm just it's so I hate the world we live in anymore. I really do, and I would love to just yeah. stand on a soapbox and just tell everybody to shut the hell up. <laughs> shut the hell up, says Gina Marie. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm telling you, people telling me I need to run for office because. I'll tell it like it is. They say Trump tells it like it is. At least I don't mm-hmm. lie. I will just tell it like it is. People oh need boy. to just shut up. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Everybody's so judgmental. Everybody's hating. Everybody's complaining. I can't. It's like, where's the world that we... See, back in 1984, here we go, back to our topic. Everybody mm-hmm. loved one another. We were very respectful of our elders. We didn't have any of this crap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... Yeah, you had, I mean, yeah, people smoke pot, did drugs, this and that. But, you know, and that's that's just going to be around forever. But mm-hmm. we just, I felt like we were more of like like the neighborhoods. We were a neighborhood. We were a family. We went outside yeah. to play. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, didn't, we didn't think twice. Like, we were latchkey kids. Like, we had keys. We walked home from school. Came home, right. unlocked the door. Our neighbor, who's like our our surrogate mother, was there to mm-hmm. watch us while my parents were, you know, were at work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but we went out to play. We did our schoolwork. We, you know, we did our chores. We everybody had a responsibility. Everybody took pride in themselves, and we right. respected our parents. And we had fear of God that was placed in, in us from our parents if we didn't do the right thing. Like, you know, we were very respect- respectful of our teachers and, and, of, um, and of our police men and women. And it's just like, I, I don't know, it's just, it's just sad. It's it sad. has changed it's, quite a bit, yes. It's mm-hmm. so sad. It's, I can't, I keep telling my nephews and my niece, like, you know, CCGG didn't grow up in this world. Like, we grew up in a world, like, we could actually, like, go outside and play and, our, mm-hmm. and you know, our moms didn't have to watch for people to steal us or anything. Like, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. we had blinders on. I don't know. But I mean, everybody I talk to says the same thing. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. everybody had manners and everybody respected one another. And it just, you know, and you, you know, and if another person disciplined you or a teacher disciplined you, there was no like, okay, we took the word of the teacher and your ass was being beat when you got home, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they get the it kids just, beat up the teachers. Yeah, <laughs> when the teachers or, or get fired the, for fighting back. Parents, or you got the parents Where? going, "Not my kid, not my kid." Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's insane. It's really insane. And, um, so Lily, and you know what? Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm done. I was gonna say, Lil, Lil, you went to uh, where'd you go? You go to West Catholic? Oh, I went to Archbishop Brian. Archbishop Brian. Oh, you're a Ryan girl. I'm a <laughs> Ryan girl. Yeah. So Gina and I went to Bonner Prendy. We know that there were a couple nuns there were kind of tough. How about uh, how about your school in the 80s? What was that like, your high school? There were nuns still, uh, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, some were really nice and cool, and, mm-hmm. you know, some were, and some were, you know, tough and mm-hmm. very strict. You know, you oh, had yeah. one or the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, uh, I, I feared them <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's because that's the way you were raised. I mean, you were raised to fear them because, again, they were of authority you, and obviously and of the cloth. So you, you had to respect them because they were nuns, you know? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, I mean, even in grade school, you know, there was, there was not, I went to a Catholic grade school also, and there were a lot of nuns there, you know, and um, they were strict also. They didn't mm-hmm. take anything from anybody. Nope. So I guess that was their way, you know, to get the children to respect them and to put a little fear in them, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I, I mean, I, 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 it starts at home, though, Lil. It all started at home. I mean, like, I well, grew up absolutely. With, with immigrant parents. And, like, you know, so I'm first generation here. My father from Sicily, my mother from Naples. God rest their souls. I'm first but, generation also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get it. So here's the deal. Like, you know, they, you, you were raised, <laughs> you were raised <laughs> with the hands in the sense of you don't do this. Oh, you're going to get it. And like, I remember tons of times, like if you didn't eat and we, everybody sat at the dinner table too, you know, every single night to have dinner, nobody had to run off to practice here or there. Da, 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 da. Like you sat down and had family, you had dinner as a family and you talked mm-hmm. about your day as a family. But if mm-hmm. God forbid you didn't eat your whatever, your whatever it was made and you didn't like it that belt was around the neck you ate that or <laughs> else you were going to get your ass beat run well the kids yeah, I think well, exactly. fear their I parents mean, much more than they than they do now oh you my know? god no the children rule the roost it's not the parents Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. so i always say it's like i'm like look we were raised with the fear of god put placed in us i'm like and we turned out fine like, why was I, I mean, look, I'm not all about beating your child, but I mean, I'm talking about discipline. Honestly, yeah. God, discipline yeah, right. today is, oh, I'm taking the iPad away for an hour. Or your cell phone. Or, right. your, or, or your cell phone. Yeah. I love the videos you see on, I love the videos on the internet. We see the fathers taking the kids' Xbox and they run it over with the truck right in front of them. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, There's my God. There's a couple I of those out there, yeah. Like, I'm not just taking it away, I'm breaking it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, they would die. Um, I'm oh, trying I to think. It. Let's say what else was in '84. Well, obviously, I actually in '84 we actually got cable for the first time, so we got to watch MTV. I'll never forget. We were like wow. glued to the TV. It was a little glued box with the, the buttons on it, like like ten, twelve buttons you had to press down, right? Uh, yeah, because you didn't have a remote back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gina, let me ask you, what was your favorite, just in, in the 80s in general, what would you say was your favorite clothing style like that you would still wear today if you could get away with it? <laughs> hmm, that's a good question. Um, well, I wasn't allowed to have neon, first and foremost. My mother said it hurt her eyes. She, we were, I was not allowed to have any neon clothing back then. So wow. like it hurts my eyes. I can't have no neon clothing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm such a reject. Anyway, um, I would have to say, A, um, um, I have, like, multiple things I like, and actually, which I kind of still wear in some way, but, mm-hmm. like, the big belts around your waist, mm-hmm. I love the big right. belts, and I mm-hmm. actually still, believe it or not, Lil, I still have some of those belts, because I refuse to give them up, because I know they're coming back in style. <laughs> um, some of the so I've kept too, them. just as memories, you know, just, just that I've kept oh. over the years. Yeah, uh-huh, well, I mean, but I, don't wear I know they're going to come back, but they're in the um, they're in the uh, Halloween box, and because okay. uh, you know you can be an '80s girl for Halloween, right? Um, of course. 
but I always loved, I always loved, to be honest with you, the um, flash dance look, the off the shoulder. With, okay. With the, um, mm-hmm. I love that look. And then, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say the flash dance look was my favorite. Did yeah. you have the big hair? Did you have the 80s hair? Yeah. Well, I had 80s hair. However, um, uh, it was not as big as yours <laughs> from back in the day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, because listen, I was on dancing on air from '85 to '86, so oh, okay. I, yeah, so um, my hair wouldn't go that high, <laughs> but I had, you know, I had the big, I had the spiral perm, curly hair, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, as nice many and of high, us did. Yeah, yeah, but I never got. I mean, mine was not as high as like yours and some of my other girlfriends. Like I, I could never get it like that. So plus, my mother would kill me anyway. Um, How about you, Lil? What would you wear if you still could? uh, You know what? Um, If I still could? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, I wore leg warmers at times, and, you know, they're, they're, like, coming back. Like, they have those ones that go under your boots, and you can put, put like, a part of it Mm -hmm. over. Yeah. You know, I I, I probably would still wear them. Mm -hmm. Um I think I would try to rock the big hair for a day or two to see if oh, anybody would, would make a it. comment. <laughs> oh, please do that for one of our episodes. I would love it. Hey, oh, my God. Bill, I'll that. do that. You do that, and I'll do that. You can come in and get a photograph. I don't even think my hair could do that because, as you mentioned, we had perms, right? So, mm-hmm. Right. No, honey, you still can I don't do it. You can tease the anymore. shit out of it. You can tease the hell out of it. <laughs> well, that is true. Uh, just take an iron to it at this point. <laughs> You know, um, I've done it. I've done it for for like um, for Halloween. Like one year, I was uh, Tina Turner, and I've mm-hmm. literally oh, just wow. teased, 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 and that hair stuck up. Mm-hmm. Like it just did right. not move. I mean, the whole Tina Turner "What's Love Got to Do with It" look. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can do it. Trust me, you can definitely do it. I'm sure I could if I really put my mind to it. <laughs> yeah, but it would take some work. At this point, oh, I would definitely love. love that, and lots of and lots of hairspray. <laughs> Absolutely. One day yeah, we I, should do an episode more than just an episode. We should do like a flashback and just do a scene all dressed in eighties attire. Attire. We <laughs> should do that. Yeah. Oh, we could do that. That would be good. That would be really cool. That would be really. You coming, really Gina? Cool. You're in. I, I told you, <laughs> I Mr. Messenger, in you're in you too. Want me to. <laughs> I told you that. I'm still well, waiting for you to call. I got to call you. We'll include you. I will include you. So what, I, have an, I have one more question for you, Gina. Yeah, hon. What, what was your favorite thing about the 80s, be it music, be it movies, uh, be it the style, um, TV well, it shows? Definitely wasn't, it wasn't the style, that's for sure. Um, okay. It definitely wasn't the style, even though I, ha- I always say, like, I love the 80s, but um, pr- preferably it was the all the 80s movies and all the 80s music. I just love it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love... Do you still listen to it today, the music? Hell yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I have Sirius XM because of the 70s channel, the 80s channel. The night. Like, okay. I love it. Love it. Great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely A lot of good it. music in that time. It totally was. It was totally. Mm-hmm. And, like, any time, like, um, like, when George Michael passed away, I couldn't mm-hmm. help but, like... You know, bringing out all the music again, start really listening to it again, you know, like nostalgia, same thing when Prince died. And then looking at all the, like, videos on YouTube, and it was just, like, bringing mm-hmm. back all the memories. And then mm-hmm. I was playing it for my nephews and my niece and, like, teaching them the dances. 
And, like, they just mm-hmm. get the biggest kick out of it. And it's just like, you know, just like when we were younger and then the 70s were big with our – in the 60s and the 70s were big with our parents. And they would teach us those dances, like the hustle and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, like, nice to, like, you know, educate the young on, mm-hmm. you know, on this type of music. In fact, my five-year-old niece loves the song Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Loves it. <laughs> right. and she knows yeah. all the words. And she's five. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a My awesome daughter song, just so. – my my daughter, I'm interrupt. My daughter just watched the movie Trolls the other day, mm-hmm. and yeah, they do a lot. Movie. They do some old time songs, but uh, yep. um, um, your your what's, what's the color song? But still up, not time after time, but the other one, your two colors, the Trolls. Yeah, two colors. Yeah, by Cindy Lauper. Huh? I was singing all the words to her. She goes, "Daddy, how do you know these words?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you love that? Don't you love that when they ask you? I'm like, this is mm-hmm. when I was young. <laughs> hmm. oh I know. God. I love it. I do you have kids, love. Gina? No, unfortunately, Lil, I have, I'm I'm going to be 46 and still waiting for Mr. Wright and still waiting to have. Oh well, then you have to wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yes, there's no man out there right now for me. Uh, but you you take care of a lot of good kids. You should take care of a lot of kids out there. I see your nieces and nephews and other people's kids. I see. I of, I uh, am parenting. I am one blessed woman in this. And I have mm-hmm. to say, if I should die tomorrow. Even though the one thing I've always wanted was to have, um, you know, to be married and have a family of my own, I would mm-hmm. always say that I am extremely blessed, not just with my beautiful three nephews, my three beautiful nephews and my beautiful mm-hmm. niece, but I mm-hmm. am very, very blessed amongst all my friends, kids who mm-hmm. all call me Aunt Gina. Like, uh, to me, I call them, you know, my niece Missy, my niece Sarah, my niece we call it Brittany. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my nephew Jay Z. Like they are mine, and I'm there. Mm-hmm. So like we're a family. Like amongst all my friends and I, like we are a mm-hmm. family. We're not friends. So mm-hmm. right, um, right. So I am blessed that way because I do, I, I you know, I do have many children around me that just that just well, makes my nice. heart smile. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's you know, but it's there's still that little piece that likes missing that I want my own, and I think one day I, you know, even if I have to adopt, I think I will. I will. Right. God willing. Right. You big, you big good mom. I know you were Gina. Oh, awesome. I love you. Thank you so You're much. Awesome That's so sweet of you to say. Thank you. Well, I, well, I hope, hope to meet um, you one day, Gina. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I know. Hey, you know my girlfriend Donna Santor. Uh, she's still from Madonna. Madonna from the show. No. Madonna, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just Donna. actually talking to her last night about going to see, um, go get. Uh, I think we're going to go see Billy Joel. Um, oh, nice. Go see Billy Joel with me. So I was like, all right, I'll get tickets. Um, Donna's always been a sweetheart. <laughs> Donna's crazy, and she still is. <laughs> <laughs> she seems like a bunch of fun, but she always has oh, been. Oh, she yeah. is. From what oh, I remember, she is. Oh my God! Awesome and just she has not changed from those days. Trust me. She's That's just great, though. She's she's she just has uh, she's become more active because just, you know becoming a wife and mother. So you know, right? She's just, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's still crazy. If you, well, if you talk to her, have her call in. Uh, yeah, I'll tell her. I definitely will tell okay. her. Okay. Um, okay. That's um, great. But anyway, but someday I'll get to meet you in person. And Chris, I love you, dude. And uh, uh, I I'll love try you and too. call in next week too. Uh, okay. Okay. Thanks, thanks so much for calling. Thanks, thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Right. So, um, good call there from our friend Gina Marie Scorsone. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the year 1984 tonight. Uh, we're going to go to break, but before we do, Lillian can throw out that number again. 
Sure. Uh, the number to call in is 718-508-9883. One more time, 718-508-9883. There you have it. Come back in three minutes after this break, and we're going to talk to uh, Doug Eager from the from the band. Yeah. Doug of 84. There's some mm-hmm. big announcements to talk about. All right, we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Stay with us. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. All right. We're back. We're back. We are back. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's uh, Chris Kelly and Lily Naradowski from 80s TV live on Totally Driven Radio. 
tonight we're talking about the year 1984, and uh, we have a great number for you to call in, so write it down. What is it again? One more time, Lo. It's 718-508-9883. You can also get that number on our Facebook pages. Um, it's posted with the link to this show. So right now we have a good friend of ours on hold. Who is it, Lel? You want to introduce him? Is that Doug Eager we have on the phone? Right on. Hi, yes, Doug. Yes, it is. Here I am. How you doing, brother? Good. How's everyone doing tonight? How good are thing. you? We're, I'm all right. Yeah? I'm doing yeah. great. Doing great. How did that? Uh, did you watch that game last night? Were you into it? I did, yeah, yeah. I watched it. I went to a friend's house, had a couple of people there, and uh, so we were watching it. And you know, the first half mm-hmm. we were we were we were pretty much checked out at the beginning of the second half until everything started mm-hmm. coming back. So mm-hmm. I know I have I have a lot of family in Atlanta, so uh, for a lot of them it was pretty heartbreaking. Oh. <laughs> but I yeah. hey, we're from Philadelphia, so we we know we know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> time after time. I, I, I can only feel so bad for them, right? I, I walk a mile in our shoes. That's right. We know that taste. Not the taste of victory. The other taste. <laughs> That's right. And we can deal with it because we're from Philly. It's fine. That's right. I, uh, yeah. just, I mean, for me – I mean, I'm not a big football guy anyway, but I do ever get excited for games. This was just not exciting to me, even though with all that turnovers and stuff, it was just uh, it's kind of lame to me for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, I was... so, so I, who am not a big football fan, uh-huh. could care less. <laughs> and even in the beginning, I was like, okay, it's just a game, you know, okay, Atlanta's yeah. doing well. And But after in the fourth quarter, when it all turned around, Mm-hmm. I think everybody was kind of on the edge of their seat wondering what was going to happen and didn't expect what was going to happen, I think, mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I was totally, and, total surprise, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, I was surprised right. to learn that that was the first Super Bowl that went into overtime because I just assumed it had, oh, it I had probably that done that at some point. Mm-hmm. Now, what I didn't understand is um, I thought the rules changed, and maybe you guys don't know either, but um, when you go into overtime – and somebody scores, I thought the other other team has a chance to score back. And I thought they even said that uh, when I flipped the coin. That That but is I, true. However, um, and, and I just learned this last night too, if the, mm-hmm. if the team scores a field goal, you can try mm-hmm. to, to score again. If it's a touchdown, then the game's over. Oh, oh correct. Okay. Right. Sorry that I knew. No, I just learned yeah. that last night, so. Yeah, well, that's no, more yeah. than both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. You tell us, Lil. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> and the commercials again were, I mean, we'll talk about them later, but they weren't that long. No Doritos commercial this year. Um, you know, so they just weren't hitting it. You know, the Spuds McKenzie uh, yeah, comeback was kind of lame. Uh, pretty subdued, yeah. the commercials. I don't remember any of them, like, really sticking out that much. Yeah. You're a music guy. What did you What did you think of Lady Gaga? I actually missed the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> you do on YouTube. purpose? <laughs> no, not on purpose. No, I just uh, we we were watching the game and like you know we were we were like you know having a drink and we ended up stepping outside for a second and and next thing you know like the halftime show was over so I uh, I came back in I, I asked everybody how it was and they said that oh, was nice she you know jumped off and flew down into the stuff mm-hmm. but. I missed it, so I do. I do have to catch it on YouTube at some point. 
Mm-hmm. I um the guy was saying I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah the guy sing the national anthem. Uh, Luke, I guess Luke Bryant. I guess I he thought was, he did well too. I thought he did because I I said this is a challenge because I mean country singers, no disrespect to them, but it's a different type of singing, <laughs> and that right, song is right. so difficult for people to sing. I was wondering how he was going to swing it, but he did pull it off pretty cool. Um, so I give him credit yeah, for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, what did you like best about the uh, performance? Performance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I actually have to be honest. I got chills when she sang um, the the anthem, the national uh, anthem. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a, you know, or her little spit version of it. I think she didn't say exactly how it sounded, but mm-hmm. for the most part, and I thought she sounded great. And I, I just thought that was like a great moment, you know. Um, mm. But I, I just thought I thought her dancing was really good, and I believe she sang live. So, for as much as she moved around, I think she did a really good job singing. I mean, she has a great voice as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to to sing and dance like that, you know, that's hard to pull that off and sound good. And mm-hmm. I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Would she you? I think she pulled it off. I have a question for you. If because Madonna's getting a lot of slack lately for things that she's been doing, but mm-hmm. and and she had a rough time with Lady Gaga. And yeah, Lady. you don't want to ask me about Madonna, do you really? It's it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just a curious question. So, say they made up and they went on tour together, would you go? I would not. No, because mm-hmm. of Madonna. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Madonna of today. I love Madonna of the eighties. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think she should really, I think she's, I think she should bow out gracefully at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would not pay to see her, if, if that tells you anything. Yeah, no, she's kind and of I, wacky and now. I, I and I loved her. She was my idol. You know that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as many people do. You know, I think she just, um, I don't think she's that, uh, you know, obviously she's an icon of the 80s. Right, but the but of today, I do not like her current music. I don't. Either. I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like even of the last several years. I don't like mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and I just think that she, you know, and I'm not going to get into her political views and that whole mm-hmm. march that she recently did and what she mm-hmm. said, because you know, I I just don't like to discuss that stuff. Right. But I'm uh, I'm really disappointed in her. Just just to put it put that out there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no, I would not go pay to see. Because Lady Gaga, I like her. I think she's mm-hmm. very talented, but she's yeah. not somebody that I would go see. Yeah, yeah, me neither. You know, Doug, what do you think? What's your opinion over Madonna over the years? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, I think that uh, she needs to just kind of, you know, understand where she's kind of at in the music scene. And I'm not sure. If, I mean, anybody who's been in her position for that long, I'm mm-hmm. sure it affects you, and you, you know, you really look at the world differently, but. Uh, one good example was a, it was a couple of years ago where she was doing a concert and you know she's you know she's like fifty maybe even fifty one or whatever she is now but you know she was no, she's asking in her anybody mid, mid you know, to late fifties I think mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah so, but she was asking you know if there's anybody who's on Molly in the audience and stuff and just trying to and it, it kind of looks ridiculous when you do that type of stuff when you're That's when you're age. you know at her mm-hmm. status mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I I, I kind of get it I mean I I don't think it um, She's handling it very well, but, uh, you know, she's still Madonna and, uh, you give her credit for what she did and, and you're right. Yeah, definitely eighties. And I even like a lot of the nineties stuff that she did. Um, I don't, I don't know a lot of current material that she's doing, so Me neither. Uh, I can't speak. 
artist wise how it is, but um, you know, I kind of stopped following her for a little while. Mhm. What about the year 1984? What do you got for us? What's your favorite? Uh, I got a lot of good stuff. A lot, a lot of good things happen. Um, uh, let's see. So, uh, in the news that year, uh, Michael Jackson. Remember when he was filming the Pepsi commercial and they got mm-hmm. burned? Yes, that's that. Uh, I, I read that. Was that. Mm-hmm. that was a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, he he uh, was nominated for a bunch of um, Grammy awards that year. But interestingly mm-hmm. enough, and I just found this out recently, is um, he won a Grammy for his work on an audio book of the film E.T. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Who did? Yeah. Michael, Michael Jackson. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's got an audio book out there somewhere doing, and he was reading, you know, the E.T., I guess, so. It's a racist pieces. <laughs> <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, let's see. So uh, the police, you know, with Sting, that 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 police, mm-hmm. not the actual uh, police, <laughs> but uh, they played yeah. their last concert in 1984. Really? And they, of course, wouldn't wow. they wouldn't get together until I don't know the mid 2000s, somewhere around then. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they reunited again. But, yeah, in, in 1984, they officially played their last tour, and they kind of, like, you know, said that they were just going to take a break um, and then didn't get back together until until recently. So right. oh, did wow. anybody get wow. to see them back in the day? Police, no. No, it yeah, was my no sis- I didn't either. It was my sister's very first record album, my sister Jen. Was um, it? Yeah. Yeah, Synchronicity. Is that the name of the album, I think? Yeah, that's you, I think you may one, be yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, what else mm-hmm. happened that year? Let's see. Um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, even though they're maybe, uh, you know, recognized as being part of the 90s group, but they had their first album in 1984. Oh, wow. Which is crazy because uh, they probably didn't come to light till like 92 or something, but mm-hmm. they were around for a while. They were around for a while. Uh, let's see what else do we got. Um, oh, this is a, this is a big one. Uh, so on November 25th of 1984, Band Aid mm-hmm. records the song. You know, do they know it's Christmas? Mm-hmm. Right. And then it was released like literally like a week after they recorded it. And of course, everybody knows that song now, and it became a huge hit. But uh, there was a documentary that was released a couple of months prior to that, and mm-hmm. Bob Geldof watched it, and it was all about the, the famine in Ethiopia and stuff, and it moved him so much that he said he was going to try to do some fundraising thing, and that and, and it ended up being the Band-Aid thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Well, and you. some mm-hmm. sad news of that year was uh, uh, Marvin Gaye. We lost Marvin Gaye yep. that year. Got into an argument with his dad. Uh, wow, and that's a long time ago. And the... Uh, the drummer from Def Leppard, remember the accident? And he had yeah, his left his arm. arm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, is that the year too? Wow, I do remember yeah. that, right? So, a big year. Oh. Uh, it also, well, that was it also some good information. Think, um, what's that? That was some good information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, lots of stuff going on there. It was a big year. Um, and also, so uh, thinking about the, the year of 84 made me think of, you know, the band that we're in. And uh, people have often asked why we have the name class of 84 and right. does either one of you know no um, i'm not sure what I've told. some people i've told if they ask some people just assume that some of us have graduated in 84 which uh we haven't I, i'm the only I'll one who graduated in the, case, band. Right. in the band i'm the only one who graduated in the 80s 
Okay. I have a guess. So, I have a guess. So tell okay, us why you chose the year 1984. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I have a guess. I have a guess. Have oh, a guess. okay. So Van Halen had an album called 80, 1984, right? Yes. Is it connected to that? It is not connected to that. Um, did David Bowie have a song, 1984? Uh, he might have, but not that I'm aware of. Not that one. Okay. So is um, it some, somebody in your band? Is that specific year mean something specific to them? No, it's something that we found out about the the the. I guess the the actual term class of '84 is somewhere in the '80s nostalgia, kind of um, a very very obscure. I don't even know if, if 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 it's obscure, but it's not something that would stick out to most people as being memorable. So that's why it's kind of a trick question because it's like one of those things when I tell you, you're going to be like, ah, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> All right, well, before you tell us, I got, I got a couple of movies. I'm just thinking it's a, it's a movie. Um, yeah. How about the movie Class? No. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Nope. Oh. It's not. And I don't think the movie actually came out in 1984, but there's something in the movie. It's a prop. Okay, how about a little clue? I guess clue? it's a prop. How about a clue? Uh, let's see. It has something to do with a family photo in the movie. A family Very kind photo. Of, there's a family photo in the movie, and it gets shown throughout the movie, and actually throughout, and uh, there's more than one movie that it's connected with. So it's a... It, was it a big movie that year? It was a big movie, yeah. Very big movie. But I think it came out in 1985. Comedy? It's a comedy slash maybe sci-fi. Hmm. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. You really got right. here. Okay. I'm trying to think of what came out that year. <laughs> and it showed a class picture or something in the movie? There was a family photo, and somebody in the photo was wearing a shirt that says the class of 84. Oh, I might not so, have even seen it. I can't even. Give us a, can you give us a, a major actor in the film? There you go. Sure. Well, yeah. If, well, I can give you, um, let me think. I don't want you to give you the main one because that will totally give it away. But okay. uh, I think we're getting uh, cold. We're not even warm. Yeah. No, no. Uh, um Crispin Glover was in it. You know him? Yeah. I remember the name. I can't remember what he looks like. <laughs> and um, Don't look it up, though. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. And uh, um, oh, the other guy, the, the other – oh, Leah – well, that's going to give it away, too. Leah Thompson was in it. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Okay, I think I know what it is. Um, Leah You're Thompson, do you know – do you know who she was in? What, it was a, I do oh, know who Leah Thompson is. Not a sci-fi. Is. It's not a sci-fi movie though. What I'm thinking of. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, she's the girl on uh, that Flash Dance and Dirty, not Dirty Dancing. Um, Let's Dance, but it's not that movie. What is that movie? Kevin Bacon. What? Footloose. Um, yeah, not that. Is that Leah Thompson? Yeah, I don't remember anything like that happened. All right. Um, all right. This is gonna give it away, and you're gonna you're gonna all shout an answer, but I'm just gonna give it to you. This is the softball. Clue here, okay? Ready? Uh-huh. Michael J. Fox. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> Obviously, now we know what it is. <laughs> That's funny. Back, Back to, to the, the future. future. 
Wow. So if you look, do you, do you remember the family photo that he that he brought back with him, and like it was slowly fading away? Yeah. He's and in that I, I picture, I would have never guessed that anyway. I would have yeah, never. I, guessed I know that. it's not something, but but this is why it's kind of cool because it actually is a little bit of an obscure thing uh, from the '80s, and um, yeah, so that's that's where we got it. We just thought it was a neat name, and and, and says on her shirt there, the class of '84. So we thought it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, this uh, you know, is Kristen Glover dot com, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Thank you. <laughs> there he is. That's Biff. That? That's Biff. That's Biff. Really? Hello. Yeah. No, this no. This is Crispin uh, the, uh, com, his father. And you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. That's Thank Biff. you. Leave it up today. So <laughs> I, met, I met the father. He was an acting instructor in Philadelphia. He passed away. George, um, the heck was his name? The guy who played Biff's father was a... Uh, was an acting teacher here in Center City for the longest mm-hmm. time. Yeah, George Crescenzo huh. was his name. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The Crispin Crispin Glover is the is Biff the young Biff. Is that who it is? No, he's the friend. No, uh, Crispin Glover played Marty's dad. He was uh, George McFly. Marty's and dad. Biff, okay, McFly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Biff was uh, Thomas Wilson. Okay. So, so yeah, so there you great, go. There's man. a little bit of history. So that's and how we came up with the okay. name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before we talk about the big event we have coming on, what do you guys have anything coming on in the meantime that you want to share? Uh, Any new news? We don't. We don't, we, we have. Um, you know, we're doing a bunch of private stuff now. So we just did a party on Saturday, and it was uh-huh. a 40th birthday party, and it was a lot of fun. Everybody just they go crazy when they hear the music. It's 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 awesome. I mean, we really love it. It's, I don't think I'm ever going to get tired of it. Awesome. Um, so we're doing just a bunch of private <clears throat> events right now, and the next the next public one we have, which everybody can come to and everybody has to come to, is the one that we're doing on April 29th. Mm-hmm. That's the big one. That's it. Why don't you tell us about that? Or uh, everyone, I sure. should say. Sure. So we're doing we're doing a show on April 29th. It is a an, an all 80s show where we are encouraging people to get dressed up. Uh, we're going to do costume contests. We're going to have trivia. We're going to have handouts. Lots of stuff. And both of you are going to be hosting, as you are already know. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun. So if, if you're a fan of the 80s and you're a fan of the show, you've got to come out. You can meet everybody in person and uh, finally, you know, uh, see that there is a real band called the Class of 84. And we're not just making it up. <laughs> you're not just making it up, right? Well, they do me, exist. Chris and I believe you. We do believe you. <laughs> they are a real band. And they don't just yeah, and bring the – yeah. It's uh, at that uh, a taste of Key West, which is in Morton, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, and that's on April mm-hmm. 29th. Show's going to start <laughs> around nine o'clock, and we're just going to go all night, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, so really, everybody in earshot here need to come out and and let's pack the place and do it all 80s style. Yeah, let's do it. Who's the, who's coming? Be there, be square. But then again, it's hip to be square if you're from the 80s. So be there regardless. <laughs> <laughs> and and who sung that song, Chris? Come on. Uh, you were listening to news. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it. It's it. It's to be square. Mm-hmm. Um, you had those Chris Kelly moves. I remember you dancing to that song. Oh, my you know? God. I just found a clip. Of, it was, I found a clip. I mean, I found clips over the years of people imitate me, but I actually found one the other day, Lillian, that I forgot about. I'll have to post mm-hmm. it. And uh, it's actually an actual contest for the day who could dance like me. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. 
And, uh, I, don't think I've, I don't think I've ever tried the Chris Kelly dance. I know. I should try. Maybe I, maybe I could. That would be a that. maybe. Lily, did you Chris have Kelly. your own dance going on as well, or what? I'm sorry. Did you have your own dance as well, or was this a, a Chris thing? Well, I would say no to that, <laughs> but uh, <I> think <laughs> others would disagree with me. <laughs> Lillian was a stunner. She was one of the oh, stunners sure. of the show. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh, what's that movie? What's that movie where one of the actors says, uh, oh, it was in um, Can't Buy Me Love. I got moves. <laughs> when he's doing that retarded dance. Yeah, yes. that's me. And, uh, I got moves. I'm the comedic relief, and Lillian was the center. <laughs> oh, God, stop it. Doing the African anteater dance. There yeah. you have it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That just came to mind, but uh, yeah, I guess I guess some some would say that I had my own little. <laughs> we had your own thing. We had, actually, actually, there's a video. My my youngest sister came on one episode, Beth, and she imitated everybody, including you. I okay, think I Chris. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. You. Mm-hmm. She, she had did. Her own she did. Yeah, I so, think I think everybody had their own little thing going on. We should maybe we should have like a Chris and Lillian nipple contest from the '80s with Dave. Say so who could dress up like that? Yeah, right. Like wow! Like, do you hear what we just said? To dress mm-hmm. up like that? Like, what are mm-hmm. we like? A Halloween costume or what? Yeah, we, we kind of were. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's almost scary. I know. <laughs> Tie dye jeans, two tone jeans. Lillian was always in black and white, but she wore only a white Lillian could wear. The occasional, mm-hmm. I would throw mm-hmm. in the white or mm-hmm. yeah, just just sparkles. Uh, uh, well, of course, mm-hmm. of course, sparkles, <laughs> and I still love them. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I was a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, some good stuff, man. So yes, yeah, to come out to uh, on April 29th to the Taste of Key West in Morton, Pennsylvania. Um, totally driven, and Chris Kelly and and Lillian Ardowski from HTV are going to be promoting this event, hosting it. Mm-hmm. And featuring the great music of the band, uh, Class of 84, they, um, they just don't bring the music, they bring the party. And I can say that because I've been there before when they do it. So um, they have multiple singers. They, the, each, each member of the band is super talented. Um, they make it so fun and enjoyable. They include the, 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 you know, the people there in the song. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just phenomenal musicians. And uh, it, it's a fun place to be. So come out and join us. Well, I look forward to hearing uh, you guys, mm-hmm. Doug, because I have not, you know, been to any of your venues yet. So this yeah, is yeah, um, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be quite a It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Chris and I are definitely looking forward to hosting it. It'll be great. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great time. Um, just a just a night where everybody can just go and, um, you know, escape back in time a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Right. There were some uh, some other good songs. I'm looking at the Billboard list from uh, 1984. Mm-hmm. Did you see what the number one song was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll just mention that. That was sure. um, by Prince, right? When Doves mm-hmm. Cry. Mm-hmm. The late, great Prince. What Love's Got to Do With It, number two. And mm-hmm. uh, here was a fun one. Um, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, Say, Say, Say. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember say, the video for that. Say, that was good. Say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
foot loose against all odds. I'm a sap. I'm a big Phil Collins fan. I have to admit it. Yeah, um, me too. I like Phil Collins. Me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like him too. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Halen jump, of course. Lionel Richie, hello. Yes, Owner of a Lonely Heart. That was a great song. Busters. Not a great song, but it was a it's a cult hit. <laughs> great movie <laughs> too. Song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, that, I mean, you look into this too. Like, mm-hmm. you can pick out a lot of the songs that that had, uh, like, yeah. from soundtracks with movies and stuff, and that's something you just don't mm-hmm. see much these days. No. Do you have a, ma- a great memory from that age? And this, this is one of these songs that just bring you back to a certain moment. Uh, well, I remember too, like this in in '84, maybe even '83 or like '85, somewhere around there. But like, I remember breakdancing was like really big, and I I loved mm-hmm. like I tried to do um I tried to do a version of it so. Uh, mm-hmm. This is when I was living in Atlanta, and uh, my brother Bill, who was in Philadelphia at the time, came came down to visit, and he was like telling us all about this breakdance and stuff, and that they <laughs> were doing in Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. so like we started our own little breakdancing crew. We were called Electroshock. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went out and we got like matching, you know, the jumpsuit and everything. There was four of us. It was like mm-hmm. uh, myself and another buddy who were about the same age. And then we had two other guys who were about like a year or two younger than us. But we mm-hmm. had a whole whole routine and everything. I mean, it was completely ridiculous, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, my mm-hmm. God. I remember trying to do it, but uh, it was just so, you get intimidated when you saw the kids who were better, you know, than the windmill and oh, all that yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to try I mean, and get it, in the middle it, of the circle. When, and... that, when that broke free, I mean, people were just doing stuff that, like, I mean, I, you, you almost couldn't even see how physically it was possible that they did some of this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, spinning on their heads, like, oh, God, man, I don't know how they did it. Just those little hats on. I was like, oh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, anybody listening to you can find flyers for that event on uh there's an event page for it on Facebook. Um, but it's also shared on my wall, Lillian's wall, and also on the Chris Kelly from Manny's T V wall and Toto Driven's wall. So a lot of places to find the info. Don't miss it. And uh, come out and join us. We're really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And if it works, we're gonna do this bigger and better each time. And we want we Absolutely, build that's right. The crowd. You're gonna wanna get in mm-hmm. now because next year, who knows, you may not even be able to get into the room. That's right. right. You know? Man, I saw I saw something cool advertised. It's called The 80s in the Sand. Have you guys seen that? Mm-mm. Yes, I have. No. Um, it's a bunch of 80s actors, actresses, and singers. You go to, like, um, a beach, like Jamaica or something, and um, they perform, and you're just there for, like, the weekend. And you get to meet, mm-hmm. hang out with them on the beach. It's totally cool. Um, yeah, there's actually there's a there's a bunch of the of eighties bands there, like Loverboy and, and mm-hmm. I I don't know the whole list, but you know, I think mm-hmm. it's like Huey Lewis and all. But there's like there's like twenty uh actual eighties bands that are gonna be at the resort all week. Um mm-hmm. and I was just talking to, to the members of the class of eighty four and mm-hmm. I was saying that it's it's actually one of my goals now is to try to find uh whatever management company that's doing these things and, and try to get to be because there's three tribute bands that are there. And I would love to be able to be one of the tribute bands that goes down there and plays for the week. Um, so, so we'll see. I mean, that would be a, Dude, that that would be a great goal and a lot of fun. I think we should do our own. Yeah, we should do one of the Band of 84 with Chris Kelly and Lillian. That's it. And <laughs> 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 We'll do it then a while. And then just go, go. hanging out at a resort, yeah. right? 
<laughs> I would <Right>. love it. <laughs> I would love it. We'll just do the same thing every night, too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so we uh, we have our, our other guest on. I think, um, Doug, do you want to stay with us, or do you want to uh, do you have to go? I'm actually going to go tonight, so um, okay. I'm going to hang up. But uh, tell is it George coming next? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, George Rother. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, tell him I said hi, and um, I will talk to you guys uh, next time, right? Thanks a lot, Doug. Everybody check out Doug Eager Thank you, Doug. at theclassof84band.com. Thanks, All right, you guys you. take care. Thanks mm-hmm. a lot. Rock on, brother. All right. Thanks, yes. Bye-bye. And now we have talked about 1984. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the music from 1984. Now bringing to you live the movie guy 24-7, George Rother. <laughs> Let's talk about Movie. Movies in 1984. <laughs> Hi, George. George. How are you? Who are you going to call? Movie guy, 247. <laughs> That's there right. you go. <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? I love it. Good, man. Doing okay. Good. How about yourself? Eh, no complaints. It's been a quiet week, so that's always good. It has. Mm-hmm. George, i got to ask. I was looking at your Facebook page for Movie Guy 24-7. You've got like over 8,000 8, followers, man. Do you get a lot of like people writing you nonstop asking questions? Is it? I, get a, I occasionally get questions. Um, mm-hmm. I'm certainly open to answer any questions. It's totally, you know, <laughs> if mm-hmm. anyone has a question for the Movie Guy, I'll certainly try to answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been some funny issues with that Facebook page lately. I oh, don't yeah? know if Facebook is doing a purge or not, but it seems mm-hmm. as though over the past few days, I have lost at least 20 likes. Oh, no. So, hmm. I mean, I'm honestly thinking Facebook is getting rid of deactivated accounts or something uh, like that, because yeah. mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think I said anything to offend anybody. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, no, why I would that many? That. I doubt it's that. Weird. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, you know, I do pretty. Other than that, I do pretty good on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. my goal is to reach ten thousand likes by the end mm-hmm. of the year. So, I'm working at it. Let's get you there. Let's get you there. I'm mm-hmm. hoping. So tonight, you want to talk about 1984 movies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I read your email. You told me the categories that you wanted me to think about. Sure. Okay, I can give those to you. That's pretty easy. Um, drama. I would have to go with The Killing Fields. Oh, big movie. That was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Waterston and Dr. Hanges Noor, the true story of Sidney Shanberg, the New York mm-hmm. Times journalist, and his friendship with the photographer, Dith Prong, who – Ultimately, was held prisoner in, excuse me, in Cambodia when the Khmer Rouge took over, mm-hmm. and his escape to uh, Thailand. Um, I felt that movie was excellent. Who starred in that? I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Um, Sam Waterston and Doctor Hang S. Noor. That's right. They got awards too that year. They didn't, or was was nominated? I know at least. Hang S. Noor won for best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. That's how but I remember. Mm-hmm. it got beaten out for Best Picture by Amadeus, which, mm-hmm. well, that too is an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Oh, John Malkovich was also in uh, The Killing mm-hmm. Fields. Smaller oh, yeah. role, but 
He was in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But that was the first thing I've thought of when uh, I saw drama. That's the one I remember the most. Yeah, I think you're right on with that. Okay. Uh, horror. Well, I would go with the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Even oh. though that came out here in Philadelphia in January of 85, it's technically uh-huh. a 1984 movie. Okay, okay. So, obviously I would go with that. Uh, a close mm-hmm. runner-up would be Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Which we know is Croc, it wasn't the final chapter. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> it's like this still the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah, 1985, a new beginning. Yeah, I saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, directed mm-hmm. by Wes Craven, absolute mm-hmm. classic. Um, let's see what else did you want? Um, action. Well, if you're talking about 1984 and action, there's only one movie. I'll Get be back. back. Repo oh, the Man. The Terminator. Oh, the Terminator. Chris. <laughs> I'm... I thought he was in, uh, but the, the Conan the, the story came out that year as well. He, I'm trying to think of all the Arnold movies that came out around then. 1982 yeah, the was Conan the Barbarian. 84 was Conan the Destroyer. Later mm-hmm. in 84 was the Terminator. 85 was Commando. 86 was Raw Deal. 87 was Predator and Running Man. Mm-hmm. I could go on, but that's the, the Terminator uh, take, does take the cake, though. Yeah, that is, that is that's his signature movie. Oh, Terminator's great. I yeah. mean, I knew from seeing the previews that it was going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was there that first Saturday. Saturday mm-hmm. matinee at the old City Line movie theater. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was there, and it blew me away. That movie is mm-hmm. awesome. Still is. Um, and honestly, I prefer it over the sequel, Terminator 2. Something mm-hmm. that I've taken a lot of guff from friends about. Um, I thought Terminator 2 was good, but mm-hmm. come on, it was missing the whole cheap B-movie feel of the original. Right. Mm-hmm. Once they dumped that much money into it, yeah, the mm-hmm. special effects look great, but mm-hmm. seriously, come on. The mm-hmm. first one, it's got to be that one. <laughs> I agree. Then you said comedy. Well, okay. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That was good. Um, Now, a very close follow-up, a very close runner-up, and Uh this one is actually on my top ten all-time comedy list, 16 Uh Candles. Oh, great movie. Okay. It still makes me laugh. Mm Mm-hmm. Jake Ryan. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And Samantha Baker. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I love the grandparents. You know, we always laugh too at the uh, little her little brother, Sam's brother. Oh, Fred, she's gotten her boobies. I better yeah. go get my magnifying glass. <laughs> Dong, where is my automobile? <laughs> automobile? <laughs> lake, big lake. <laughs> What's the happening, hot stuff? <laughs> So, um, George, I have to ask you, because also that same year, um, Purple Rain came out. I'd be curious to hear your take on that movie. Well, I like Purple Rain. Um, 
No, Prince can't particularly act, but he was playing himself, so he was fine, and uh, it was a really good movie. Great I soundtrack. I think for someone who didn't act, I think he did very well. You know, being you know, he was playing him. So he was playing himself. I mean, he did fine. Yeah. I was just talking subsequent movies when he tried to right. act. That's when right. you realize, hey, the man can't act. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're comparing the two, but mm-hmm. um, just the movie in general, did you enjoy that? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Um, okay. Had an had a decent storyline, uh, but mm-hmm. it was the soundtrack that really uh, well, pushed course, it over the, the top. Was incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, what was your all-time favorite? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, my all-time favorite of '84. Mm-hmm. Who? Well, I guess if pressed, I'd say the Terminator. The Terminator. Mm-hmm. I mean, I for me, that's the coolest movie of 1984. But mm-hmm. there were some other great ones that year. Um, the original Ghostbusters, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Sixteen Candles, I thought was awesome. It was good. Yes. Uh, um, Hot Dog the movie. I think that's hysterical. Which I don't one? know that one. What is it? Hot Dog the Movie. Did you say Hot Dog? Yes, it's called Hot Dog. It's about skiing. It's a te- teenage TNA comedy about skiing. Wow. Kind of like a beach movie transplanted to snowy mountains. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's that, awesome. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, what else came out that year? Oh, Dreamscape. That was good. Oh, that's a good movie, yeah. The Woman in Red. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I want to take back what I said about Greatest Comedy of 84. There is something that beats out both Beverly Hills Cop and Sixteen Candles. And I can't believe I forgot about it. Bachelor Party. Oh, Bachelor Party. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I killed a mule. (laughs) Now, that there is funny stuff. Um... That and a Revenge of the Nerds. I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that. (laughs) Hey, how come you don't have a date, Booger? Hey, I've been coming to high schools all day. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another one from 84. You ready? Go for it. Show me Santa Floor. I'm I'm sorry, what? Show me Santa Floor. Oh, the Karate Kid, Daniel mm-hmm. LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi. Right. Mm-hmm. I loved Elizabeth Shue. Oh, man, I had a crush on her after that. Uh, Karate Kid was very good, and it had a good sequel, yeah. too, Karate Kid mm-hmm. Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karate Kid 3, well, that's when it started to suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, Karate oh Kid. God. Okay, you got that one. Um. Ooh. Here's a smaller one, Electric Dreams. I remember that title. A man buys a computer, and he tries to hook up with the girl upstairs, and the computer gets jealous. And it's a cute movie. <laughs> it sounds like it might be too, evil, yeah. but it's cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Any, any well-known actors in that? Well, let's see. Lenny Von Dolan, Virginia Madsen, 
and mm-hmm. Bud Court was the voice of the computer. And Bud Court, as some might know, is the star of the cult film Harold and Maude. Uh, I love Harold and Maude. That was a strange movie, but I liked it. Oh, it's cult. It's a cult classic. It's awesome. <laughs> Let's see what else from '84. Um, okay, Supergirl, starring Helen Slater. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. I like. Well, I, I watched the TV too, series. So. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think if there were any particularly bad movies in '84. Well, there was a share of bad movies in '84. Uh, right off the bat, I'm thinking, uh, what was that? Oh, Mickey and Maud with Dudley Moore. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember Mickey and Maud. Oh, that was so boring. I fell asleep on it. <laughs> oh, here's one we overlooked. What's that? You ready? Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. There you go. Uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Mm-hmm. Star Trek. Uh, let's see what good else. Stuff. Police Academy. That's a good movie. Oh, uh, yeah. The original Police Academy, of course. Yeah. Um, the Cotton Club with Richard Gere and uh, Gregory Hines. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. Oh, that's an excellent film. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, my goodness. Places in the Heart with Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Um, All of Me with Steve Martin. <laughs> a lot of movies. '84 was actually a really good year for movies. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Go with a couple of low-budget classics here: Exterminator 2, <clears throat> Chud, and Ninja 3: The Domination. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay, so I don't you think probably I've seen any of those. Well, Chud is an acronym for cannibalistic. Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Oh. It was uh, an interesting monster movie. Okay. And Ninja 3 was kind of a cross between Revenge of the Ninja, Flashdance, and uh, The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's kind of cool. It has Lucinda Dickey, who was in the two Breakin' movies, both released in 84. Oh, yeah. And the Japanese uh, actor... Show Kasugi, who did like mm-hmm. those ninja pictures back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So it was a cool movie. Um, you guys can throw some titles at me. I'm, at this point, I'm just grabbing at straws. <laughs> what? Uh, I think we hit most of the big ones. I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying to think. There's one more in there. Um, gosh, uh, the Ice Pirates. Ice Pirates. Robert oh, Urich. Man. Oh, yeah, Robert Eric. Yeah, Starman. Starman. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I can't believe I forgot that one. <laughs> oh, man. It I was just thinking. To of, all of us. <laughs> I was just thinking about Starman the other, this past weekend. I went to see The Space Between Us, and it reminded yeah. me so much of Starman. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good movie. What about new? Did you see anything new this week? Did you share? Well, I went to see The Space Between Us. Um, you may have seen the ads for that. That's the one about the boy who lives on Mars who mm-hmm. skypes with a girl who lives on Earth, and he decides to come to Earth to be with her. But mm-hmm. because he was born on Mars, 
there was something with his bones and his heart that he wouldn't last very long on Earth. So his handlers are trying to catch up with him so he doesn't die, and he just wants to live his life to the fullest with what time he has. Mm-hmm. It's a nice movie. Um, it didn't do a lot of business this opening weekend, so I don't expect it to be around very long, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that right after I saw Rings, the second sequel to The Ring from 2002. Mm-hmm. I can tell your viewers this. If you have any interest in Rings, give it up. It stinks. It was a crummy picture. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of the first one. Um, so I, I definitely wasn't going to like this one either. I heard this one was more of the graphics than it was even the, the idea. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know about graphic. It was just boring. Yeah. Oh, God. So what I did this weekend in honor of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I, I, don't watch, I don't watch sports on TV. I just have no interest. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did instead was I got up in the morning and watched a mm-hmm. whole slew of football movies. Mm-hmm. So the roster that day, I started with North Dallas 40. Mm-hmm. Then I went on to four movies that I never saw before. I mm-hmm. watched Friday Night Lights, Invincible, We Are Marshall, and The Gridiron Gang. Mm-hmm. They were all pretty good, and I ended yeah. up the I ended up the night with my annual Super Bowl movie, The Last Boy Scout, starring Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Okay. So, That's good. That was my movie going this weekend, basically. Sweet. Tell us um, more about folks that want to find you and um, how they can reach out to you. Okay, well, here we go. Um, folks, if you'd like to talk to me about movies, if any of you got any questions, you can reach me on my Facebook page, Movie Guy 24-7. You just click that in and uh, – Check out my page, and uh, you can just shoot me a question. I'll be happy to help you if I can. But what I really need from you, folks, I really <coughs> – excuse me. I really need some more likes. So anybody out there listening tonight, if you're on your computer or you can get to your computer, take a moment or two, punch up Movie Guy 24-7 on Facebook, and just click the like button. You'll be doing me a great favor. It will How be appreciated. How far are you? How far off are you from the 10,000? Is it 10,000? Yes. Likes? Okay. Presently, I believe I'm at 8130 8, likes. Okay. So right. I still got a, like 1,870 to go. All right. Well, there you have it, everyone. Let's help uh, George out there. Let's get him to 10,000. By the end Alrighty. of this year. I say let's shoot for the summer. Let's, let's do it by the end of the summer, George. Well, if I made it by the summer 10,000, that would be a miracle. <laughs> that, that would really be something, but I'm trying to be realistic. Something to work towards, right? Well, something definitely something to stress over, that's for sure. <laughs> ah, it's not stressful. It's only Facebook. <laughs> I know. I say that jokingly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We can get you there. Let's we'll, do it. We'll, we'll help you. We'll help you. <laughs> much appreciated, guys. Well, you sh- All right, brother. Thank you so much. Everybody, check out George Rother. MovieGuy247.com and on Facebook. And make sure you like his Facebook page. Stay tuned to see more from George next week. 
George, thanks, man. You're welcome. You guys have a great week. Bye, Lillian. Bye, Chris. Good night. Thanks, brother. We uh, are going to shoot to break now. Um, Stay with us. We'll be back in about three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to Chris Kelly and Lillian live on Totally Driven Entertainment Radio. I think uh, Lillian's taking a quick uh, coffee break. She'll be right back. Uh, But we can pick it back up. We've had some good conversations here tonight. 
spoke to our good friend Gina Marie Scorsone, took us back to the year 1984, her memories. We spoke to Doug Eager from the band the Class of 84. And we spoke to George Rother, Movie Guy 24 7. Um, great conversations all about the year 1984. What do you remember about the year 1984? If you're listening, you can give us a call at 718-508-9883. Again, our number is 718-508-9883. Tell us what you remember about the year 1984. Um, What your favorite movie was, music, memory. Was it your first kiss? Was it your first girlfriend? Was it your first love? Your first heartbreak? I want to hear about it. Give us a call. I'm trying to remember back to the year 1984. Excuse me. There's something going around. It's like a cough or a cold, and I think we've all had a bit of it the past uh, few weeks. I thought I was dodging it, but I think it found me. So pardon my uh, my scratchy voice or my cough here tonight. Um, 1984. What was I doing in 1984? I must have just been coming into my own. My second year as a teenager, I was 14. I'm back, um, yeah, Lillian's back. I'm back. Lillian went for a quick coffee break. And, what did um, I miss? I was just telling them what we were talking about tonight. Gave out our number. Um, oh, great. Yeah. But the cool thing is we had so much jam-packed for the beginning that um, – <laughs> We actually got sidetracked, then we got time here at the end to pick it up. So for the next half hour, if anyone wants to call in and contribute, um, we love when you guys do that, whether it's Dina, yeah, whether it's, it's you know, mm-hmm. Anita, anybody. Give us a call and tell us what your memories are of 1984. We'd love to hear about it. So what did we have down? Um, so our I have a question. The Super Bowl. We were ta- it's so funny you mentioned that because that was what mm-hmm. my question was. Um, so I, had, I actually wrote this question down for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the years, what would you say is your favorite or most memorable halftime performance? Hmm. I like the Janet Jackson one when her. Uh, I'd have to. The wardrobe. Uh, I, I mean, I remember her performing. I just don't remember mm-hmm. the performance itself. It's been it was, a little while. Yeah, I mean, despite the wardrobe malfunction, I thought it was pretty. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. It was her and Justin Timberlake, I think. Right? They came out together. Was it Justin? I don't remember mm-hmm. Justin being there. Um, You're Prince probably was, right. Prince Rock. Let, mm-hmm. let me uh, let me see what the list are because I don't even know. I'm trying to think of who has all done it over the years. Um, Super Bowl. Well, Michael Jackson. You know, we had Aerosmith. We had, um, I think, a little bit of everybody. Uh, Michael Jackson. I mean, he remember what he did. He You've got to remember, remember that, that performance. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, yeah. And, uh, God, Aerosmith. Well, the thing is, they used to pay the performers to do it. Now the performers have to uh, have to pay to do it, and it's like some crazy amount of money. Really? Like yeah, it's considered like their own advertising. Did that just start recently? Over yeah, the over, years? over the last three years, two or three. I years honestly did didn't know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a ranking: of some of the best and worst. I'm trying to see if there's an actual list: Coldplay, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce. I remember 15. Bruno. That was last mm-hmm. year was Beyonce. Then Bruno was the year before. Am I right, mm-hmm. or was it the opposite? Mm-hmm. I think Bruno was last year, wasn't he? I think so. Right. What's Mr. Messenger? What's his favorite? And he's he's a big music guy. Did he, did he put his favorite up? He said last year was Coldplay, Bruno, 
came out and saved it. <laughs> yeah, I think the other day's mic wasn't even on uh, for the Coldplay last year. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Something happened. I like Bruno Mars too. Mm-hmm. He's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I you don't have one that stands out that you remember, like watching over the years. Or well, you said you're not a real big football fan, so. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm trying to see the list. There's, I do remember Michael Jackson. I do I remember Prince. Um, mm-hmm. Aerosmith is, is always great. I remember one of, and this is going to sound so funny, I remember when NSYNC and Britney Spears performed and then Aerosmith came out. And it was. I thought that was a great show. That's a nice lineup. Yeah. That one, yeah, that one, you know, when they were at the height of their, I mean, NSYNC mm-hmm. and Britney, mm-hmm. you know, at the height of their careers back mm-hmm. then. And were popular, so it, I thought it was fun. It was a good show they put on. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers did 2008. I think that was a good one, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stones, Bruce Springsteen. There's a lot of big names. Yeah, you're right. It's Aeros- so in 2001, it was Aerosmith, Britney Spears, NSYNC, NSYNC. Nelly, and Mary J. Blige. That's a big list. They were big only list. on there for a few seconds, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Is that when... Uh, Brittany you should really and, check that one out. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. I have, I have it right here. Um, is that the one with? Is that I guess Brittany and Justin were still seeing each other back then. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. What did I see on the news this week? Uh, 80s, 80s people in the news. I found a couple articles. Did you uh, come across Jeez. any mm-hmm. commercial? What did you say? 80s icons in the news. Oh, 80s icons. Huh. One of today, them. Like today? Now? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, other than Madonna and her whole little March speech, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what else. who else recently from the 80s is in the news. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I found. So, you found something? Did you find something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, last night, for one, even in the Super Bowl ads, there's one. And it's an unlikely person you would guess because it's not a person, it's an animal. Oh. It was uh, Spuds McKenzie from the uh, Bud Light um, beer advertisements from 1987. The dog, mm-hmm. it was like a, like a bull terrier. You remember him, like a circle? Kind of looks like the, uh, the target dog, but Spuds McKenzie had like a black spot over his eye. Okay. Um, he, his ghost came back in a commercial last night. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Here's what this uh, com had to say. If you're under 30, Spuds McKenzie might sound like a vaguely familiar uh, name. Following his 1987 Super Bowl ad and a series of ads for Bud Light, the lovable English Bull Terrier became a mainstream phenomenon, appearing on talk shows with Dick Clark, earning his own plush toys, And he went on to inspire parodies on animated series like Futurama, The Simpsons, and The Family Guy. Before the Taco Bell Chihuahua, or Bullseye the Target Dog, there you go, there was Spuds McKenzie, king of the commercial dogs. You don't remember Spuds? Yes, of course. Of course. I just remember. What was it a commercial for, though? Bud Light. He was a Bud Light. uh... Oh, he was a Bud Light dog, right? Yeah. So they had his ghost come back last night in this commercial. I don't know if you saw it. And uh, No, I didn't. He's trying to help this guy get into a party and be cool. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the guy's like, they won't let me in. And the ghost, is, <laughs> the ghost, the dog comes out and says, here's a case of Bud Light. And he goes, you know what? Here's two cases of Bud Light. Mm-hmm. He's like, pretty much take it and you're going to be the guy. You're going to be the life of the party. I promise you. 
and then uh, then this ghost goes back to rest in dog heaven. But it's kind of cool. <laughs> but I still wasn't the like the Clydesdale commercials. You know, we're used to seeing from 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 Budweiser. But there was a controversial one last night. There was a uh, I mean, I talk about Budweiser in general. I mean, Budweiser is an American beer. But it was bought by an Asian company a couple of years ago, whether it's China or Japan. I can't remember which one. So it's not even owned by anyone in the U.S. anymore. But oh wow, they did have a controversial commercial last night with uh, Dolphus Bush, the guy who mm-hmm. founded. Um, uh, did you Bud see Weiser. the actual commercial? Because I yeah. haven't. Yeah, have yeah. And so what was the, the uh, con- uh, controversy over? It was a struggle of him being an immigrant, you know, trying to make it in America. Mm-hmm. And um, he did it, and you know, at the end of the commercial, I mean, he jumps off the boat and all this stuff, but he says, you know, hello, I'm I'm Adolphus Bush. And mm-hmm. so with all the, everything that's going on now politically, you know, keeping people in and out, I guess it was, uh, that's why I made it controversial. But I don't think, I think from what I read is this has been planned over a year ago. So it's having to be a bad time or a good time, because I think it was probably the most watched video, uh, com- most watched commercial. commercial that I saw mm-hmm. uh, in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Somebody else I saw in the news from the 80s was uh, an actor. Um, okay. Rob Lowe. Remember Rob Lowe? Of course. So he was in the news this week. Um, he, <laughs> his, uh, I should say, what did he do now? <laughs> uh, he kept it. He, he, <laughs> it, was, it was not R-rated or X-rated this time. It was... Um, he has an ad out right now looking for an assistant. <laughs> and uh, because of the way it was worded, it's getting a lot of uh, humor in the news. Oh, yeah? I think, let me see if I can get what it is. I think Jimmy Kimmel asked about it uh, the other night. Um, he asks for somebody to keep his hot tub ready, you know, when he gets home. <laughs> somebody <laughs> schedules his haircuts every day for him. And it pays like $70,000 with benefits. And you have to be able to lift up to 25, 25 pounds. <laughs> oh, um, but anybody who wants to make seventy grand a year and be Rob Lowe's assistant, uh, you mm-hmm. type that into Google, and it's on E News. It's everywhere. Um, right. Go in and apply. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's something else that's coming up that's related to the '80s, and that's uh, right. anybody anybody watches Netflix, um, you're aware of the uh, the new uh, the new. TV show that's on a Netflix series is called Stranger Things. We've mentioned it here before. Uh-huh. Um, it won some awards the other day at the uh, oh, at um, SAG Awards. The SAG Awards, yeah. Yeah, I think Winona Ryder had some. I did. I missed this. I missed that, and I liked oh. some, uh, most of the award show. She had some surprising expressions that people have been talking about, but. It's coming back. Was that? Wait and, a minute. I saw mm-hmm. something on Facebook. Was that a joke? Her expressions, or no? They were giving some kind of award, and when they were describing it, she was just making those faces behind the guy. That was for real. Yeah. What was that all about? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was just her her human reaction, but it just didn't come across great. <laughs> I mean, from the little clip that I saw, it was bizarre. Yeah. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it's a good advertising <laughs> trick. I don't know. And people oh paid gosh. attention to it. Yeah. Um, but I com- literally thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. They had an ad for that last night as well, which is uh, people are excited. So it doesn't come out until Halloween this year, which mm-hmm. to me is kind of far off, man. 
How do you like a show and not see it for a year? You know, before it mm-hmm. comes back, you lose interest. Yeah. Know. What um? Just what else in the news? Is there else in the news this week that uh? Well, no, I mean, I mean, other than political, I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't really, and I looked through the news um, earlier, and nothing, nothing even, I mean, the only other bit of news that I found that entertainment-wise was that Britney Spears' younger sister, uh, sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, her little girl, eight-year-old daughter, was in an ATV mm-hmm. accident, mm-hmm. and she's in pretty bad shape right now in mm-hmm. the hospital. So I did oh, read my. that. Um, so I, gosh, I, she's only eight years old. I hope she, uh, hope she will be okay. I mean, it's yeah, scary. yeah, keep her yeah. in prayers. Apparently, she was underwater in it for oh my god, a, a long enough time, you know. But apparently, she's in stable condition. So mm-hmm. I hope that can, continues and that she pulls through okay, hundred percent. So. For How Daniel about you? And Have you you see anything else in the news today? Oh yeah, it's, it's some other stuff. Yeah, I actually looked up something. I looked up uh, five fashion trends from 1984. Oh. <laughs> I found uh, this article on www.bustle.com. Okay. And this person has five fashion trends from 1984, as noted, an enlightening list in my baby book that still holds up to today. And I'll tell you what they are. Tell me what you're. All right. Mm-hmm. Your opinions are that you remember them. So number one, 1984, were mini skirts. I guess they came back. And the girl in the photo has like a leather one. So I guess yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense. I don't think you'll complain about the mini skirts. No, not at all. <laughs> um, somebody says here, my mother's idea of a great place to wear her mini skirt back in 1984? Question mark. The club. I wore a mini skirt out dancing one time, and it certainly got the attention of the men, she said. This, again, this is in this girl's like, childhood book, memory book. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's reading from her mom's comments in there. Uh, Mom went on to add that her, hair, that her spray-on tanning lotion was a great accessory to her mini skirt ensemble. <laughs> hmm. um, here you go. Horizontal stripes. Horizontal. Uh, I can't a... imagine that. Flattering. No. <clears throat> Any kind of stripes I don't like. No. Here's one for the guys. Muscle mm-hmm. shirts. Oh, yes. We remember muscle shirts. Mm-hmm. Are we trying to flex? And... Well, let me ask you. What were you wearing in 1984? Do you even remember? Yeah. I, well, I remember what was I was, your style? What was I your was style? a skinny kid. Do tell. No, I was mm-hmm. a skinny kid, but I grew up in a tough neighborhood. So, uh you had to be tough. <laughs> okay. And, um, of course, I loved all the Rocky movies that I always had, so I was just right. always doing push-ups and stuff, trying to pump my little pecs up, and uh, I did a pretty good job with it. But mm-hmm. I see pictures of me now wearing, like, these retro, these, these, I don't, they're retro now, but, like, in the 80s, they had, like, this cool, like, almost like a Michael Jackson shirt with no sleeves and zippers on the shirt, and and uh, I thought my arms were looking kind of cool, you know, but okay. they, were just, they were just sticks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I was trying to I was trying to rock the, the mini gun. Mm-hmm. Um, pinstripe baggy jeans, and I guess I don't remember this too much from 1984. Do you? Uh, I don't, I don't. But I do remember something that I came across. Do you remember those MC Hammer pants? That's in this list. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is in that list. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny, because I just it just came to mind. But um, 
Yeah, I just think that uh, <laughs> they were. I remember some of the guys wearing them on the show. There was the MC Hammer pants, and for the girls, they had a girl version, the harem pants, they called them. Mm-hmm. Is that what they called them? Yeah, they looked kind of like a cross between uh, uh, like a clan digger. They came above your ankle, but they were more mm-hmm. wide, like, like the MC Hammer pants. Mm-hmm. Can't touch this. Yeah, I can't touch this. Here's another one, and I guess it applied to both men and girls. I remember having a couple of myself. Um, mesh shirts. Oh, the mesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you own them? Yeah, I had a couple. You did, huh? <laughs> Trying to think I would look cool, but I did not. <laughs> um, how about you? Were you a mesh person for clothing? Um, Over your clothes, really. of course. No, so. not really. Not really. Not that I can remember that I owned anything like that. I mean, but I to could, me, I, yeah. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I don't remember. Well, I think like 1982, 83, and 84, I, I think of like uh, I think of like the bright pastel colors that came out. It's what it sticks out in my mind. Like the floor, the neon yeah, colors? Yeah, the neon mm-hmm. colors. Yeah, the yeah. bright colors. Yeah. I remember having hair. like an orange shirt, bright orange, mm-hmm. with the orange matching earrings and circles. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that the big earrings. I like the big mm-hmm. earrings. The big head, the big earrings. <laughs> <laughs> girls don't wear, I don't think girls even wear the big earrings anymore. It's always, if they have anything, it's like a small well, piercing. I think a know? lot of girls, if they wear big earrings, it's either like if they're going out somewhere or, you know, mm-hmm. like the big hoops. Mm-hmm. Those, you know, I still see girls all, hoops are always going to be cool. Mm-hmm. And they all come in different sizes, so that's cool. Hey, what were you wearing back in 1984? What were you wearing in 1984? I have a guess. Should we give that number out one last time? Sure. If anyone would like to call in? Mm-hmm. Concert shirts. I was going to say that, but go ahead. What I'm is sorry. it, concert shirts? Yeah. You probably yeah. bought them at the balcony and corduroys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go. I'm going to give that number out one, one more time in, in our last sure. 15 minutes of our show tonight. And the number is 718-508-9883. Call there us. There you go. Tell us about the year 1984, what you remember, what you were. Did you um, have a boyfriend back in 1984, or did you not have your first boyfriend yet? So let's see, 1984, I was 14. I guess mm-hmm. I had like a little school crush, if you want to, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mm-hmm. think you would call it boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, um, eight, eighth, ninth grade, mm-hmm. you know, I was just... <laughs> going into high school, so yeah, I mean, I guess I had a little crush at that that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, how about you? Of course yeah, you yeah. did. Of course I did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether I was watching uh, shows, movies on television, and uh, right, but no, I mean, like in school, did you have? Oh yeah, I, I figured that's to... what you meant. So 1984. That was a weird year for me because I went to public school up until the year 1984, mid-year. Okay. Uh, my parents sent me to Catholic school from the public school. So we were all excited because where we, where we went to school, the public school system went from like kindergarten to fifth grade. And then we had something called a middle school, which was like sixth grade to eighth. And then, of course, you went to high school for ninth and up. Um for in the public school system where I grew up, when you got into the middle school, it was kind of cool because then you can meet those kids from the other schools, you know, that you didn't see. You'd meet girls that you didn't see, you know. Mm-hmm. 
you make all types of new friends, but he always had that fear, you know, of, of oh, or, you know, am I, am I good? Can I, you know, am I cool enough? You know, it's always, that, always that pressure. Am I cool enough? You know, do I say the right things, but, uh, yeah, a couple of different crushes then. And then, um, I got caught forging a, uh, my progress report. Cause, uh, we got in a lot of trouble for, we didn't get the right grade sometimes at home. So I, uh, don't want to hear it, so I I got caught forging a progress report. My parents sent me over to Catholic school, so oh really? And I met new girls over there. And everybody was cool, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I had a lot of crushes, but I wasn't brave enough to have my first girlfriend probably for a couple of years after that. Okay. But I had a big crush on Elizabeth Shue that year from the Karate Kid. So mm-hmm. <laughs> knowing that she could like a little geeky Italian looking kid, you know. She, I could was, she was also real she was good in um in cocktail with Tom Cruise. Yes. Yeah, that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie too. Oh, uh did you see uh Mr. Messenger just shared a picture to us of him in his I, concert shirt. That's awesome. I'm gonna look <laughs> at it right this second. Let's see. What Dude, you say? belong you belong in that show Stranger Things. You look like you fit right in on that uh on that T V show. In, in that form right there. And is actually, that, is that Bay? That's Bay on the right side. That's actually also the year that I met Bay, 1984. Mm, Bay, that's when I went to. Wow. That's what, he, that's what he looked like when I first met him. Mm-hmm. To had this on his phone to have this just cut, show us, share this with us. <laughs> that is a classic photo, brother. Who's the oh, kid Facebook. with you? <laughs> he had it on is Facebook. Is that Keith Volts? Who's the guy next to you? It looks familiar. Do you remember who that was? But I met Bay that year. Um, when I went mm-hmm. to the Catholic school, Bay was one of the, the kids there, and I was in the schoolyard all by myself. And uh, Bay and this other kid came up to me and like, "Hey man, this so, like, what's your name?" So and so, and they took me under their wing, and uh, we've been buddies ever since. Okay. Um, wow. I was nice. in Canada. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was kind of cool. But uh, dude, that that picture is classic. I wish you guys could see that. Maybe he'll share it online. Mm-hmm. Um, 1984. That that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a picture of me from 1984, Handy Bay. <laughs> I don't have it on my cell phone <laughs> or Facebook. <laughs> what I love, or if you look at the, the guy in the photo, is uh, if you're from the 70s into the 80s, the socks. You know, the guy's socks—they would come up almost to your knee. And they had like two or three stripes on. See this picture and this guy, this, this socks there in the photo. Nowadays, the trend is you buy these socks that they don't even come up past your ankle with your sneakers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were the goofiest thing. And the and the running shorts you have to wear, um, yes. they're just unforgettable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, what did he say? His grandparents lived across the alley, 1985 in Webster's. His grandparents. Oh, okay. I know whose house. Is he, yeah, well, I know whose house he's at. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. That's that's in the alley. Yeah, I know exactly where that's at. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, this is him. No, this is him in our friend's basement. He's looking at here. Oh wow. This is Ozzy Osbourne. And this was a year later, from the mm-hmm. first picture he just showed us. Mm-hmm. He's wow. Crowded. Yeah, you did. <laughs> he did. If anybody and has the hair, photos and of the themselves. hair got longer. Oh, God, yeah. Look at it. Anybody has photos of themselves from 84 and 85, post it on our wall, Chris Kelly from 80s TV on Facebook. That would be and, cool. Uh, 
really to see this. If you do it, we'll do it. <laughs> Show us what you got. I'm going to have to search the archives. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to invite everybody. We, we know we've been kind of slacking on our videos. Next week is uh, Valentine's Day um, on Tuesday, I think. So I'd like to do a Valentine's Day special. I don't know if you'll be back in town by then, Lil. Um, I I'm planning on it. Uh, I right. hope to be. Um, but I will know in the next few days. Let's see what we can so do. I will let you know. So we should we should do something totally. All you lovers out there. So I think next week's theme should be Valentine's Day in the 80s. You know, the favorite love romance movies, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. Romance songs. Romance is in the air. Um. There's tons of that stuff in the 80s. Oh, my God. Um, but you can check us out on Facebook. You can find us on our webpage. Um, I, I'm going to create a page for you, Lillian. I have to make one. It says Lillian from ABC. And that oh, I'm just, I'm oh that's off. exciting. I like that. Um, but you, right now you can find ABC. her. Because <laughs> yeah. right now you can find Lillian on a couple other pages she has. So want to share can. them? Of course. Um, um Lillian from Dance On Air Dance Party USA is my page that I use to post my videos that Chris and I do, as well as, you know, videos from the past and pictures from the past. I'm also on Instagram and uh, Twitter at star with three R's, S-T-A-R-R-R 65. Awesome. And you can find us everywhere else at Chris Kelly from ADCV.com, uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, check us out on YouTube uh, and subscribe to us there. You'll see our latest and uh, newest videos as we as we put them out, and you can see all of our old ones as well. Yeah, they're all on there. Um, what else do we got to share? <clears throat> what else? Come out on uh, April 29th, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, let's recap that. The Taste of Key West. It will be Totally Driven Radio. Chris mm-hmm. Kelly and Lillian from ADC TV. Uh, we'll be hosting, and we will all be featuring the music from the band, the Class of 84. Uh, you could check out the Facebook page that um, mm-hmm. uh, Doug created for it. It's called A Night of Totally 80s Nostalgia. Check out mm-hmm. the page, and uh, all the information is on there on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. And, Bay, I think you have a new promotions page, right? Can you share that with us or put it up uh, on our wall uh, for Totally Driven Promotions? So that will be in there as well. Okay. Well, there you have um, it. Write us, let us know what you like Let us know what you want to talk about What your favorite things are from the 80s And uh, we keep asking But nobody's done it yet People are reaching out to us But nobody's brave enough Are you about, brave enough? About what? About what? Send us like a two minute A one minute clip Of their favorite things from the 80s talk, Tell us what they were So we can feature them I, I, I would love to get say, them involved they, We could feature them on the on the webisode And uh, yeah. I think that would be really cool Pick out that the, works. you know Anyone Send, send us anything from the 80s. Be unique. Be creative with it. <laughs> and you never know. <laughs> I do think maybe we should do an episode or something where we're dressed up in our 80s garb or trying to I think like that would be really 80s. cool. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I could pull it off, but I could sure try. I think you could. You could do that. It'll be awesome. Yeah. It'll be I, a... I was really shocked today that What's I was that? wrong about that, uh, that girl from. Uh, Billie Jean not being the, uh, the voice of Bart Simpson, but she was. She was the, oh. uh, the one in the movie. I knew I knew that. 
Um, See? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, here's some good stuff. I found too. Um, Pop culture from 1984. Um, So we already mentioned uh, Michael Jackson's Pepsi commercial um, with Alfonso Ribeiro. Mm -hmm. Frankie goes to Hollywood and he tells the world to relax. Remember that? Relax. Don't do Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like that song. Yeah. George mentioned. um, Let me see if I can play it. Sally Field in, this, in the movie uh, Places of the Heart and it won an Oscar but she said something famous when she won it. Let me see if I can get it to come up. Movie business. It'd always be nice to people on the way up you know, in case your career should suddenly begin to lose altitude. Stay humble. Always answer your phone. I owe a lot to the cast, to my players, to Lindsay and John and Danny. And Ed and Amy, my little friend, Jenny and Jason. I owe a lot to my family for holding me together and loving me and having patience She's just saying in this a obsession of me. But I want to say thank you to you. I haven't had an orthodox career, and I've wanted more than anything to have your respect. The first time I didn't feel it, but this time I feel it, and I can't deny the fact you like me right now. <laughs> you like me. Now, who was that? That was Sally Field. Oh, that Field. voice. That was Sally Field. Okay. Um, she said that famous quote, you like me. You really, really like me. <laughs> hmm. Um, The first ever Turner Prize is awarded at the Malcolm Morley uh, College. I, never, I don't know what the Turner Prize is. That's new to me. I don't, I don't think I do either. Um, Madge rings around in a, uh, I guess that's Madonna, in a wedding dress mm-hmm. uh, at the MTV Video Music Awards while performing like a virgin. Madge, is that Madonna's nickname? Madonna, Madge, yeah, sometimes I've heard people say that hmm. when referring to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a term that I don't recall at all. Um, I won't say the name of it. I'll see if you just see if you know. Um, it was a slang term for an all-American boy in 1984. I never it, heard this ever. Go ahead. Clydesdale, like a horse. <laughs> oh. Clydesdale was slang for an all-American boy in 1984. Um, not that I recall. Not in my part of the world. Hmm. Ghostbusters was a top-grossing film that year. Purple Rain. I see if anything going to stand out. Oh, at that time, uh, the big couple was Demi Moore and Emilio Estevez. I forgot that even dated. Mm, oh, here's a red hot chili peppers. True men don't kill coyotes. Let's see if we know the song, because I don't. Well, it was blocked because of copyrights. Mm. <laughs> Hmm. Speaking of which, I saw more, more people complaining on Facebook this weekend that uh, about what their music being blocked from their videos. It, the music just not even isn't even playing now; it's just like being blanked out on Facebook. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Why so strict? I I just I just think it's the music, the, the copyrights. It, it's you know, it's, and you know I what? Don't, I don't know. I mean, I've tried to post stuff before too, and they definitely they are screening everything. It seems more so than in the past. 
I mean, what they can do is work with the fans. Um, I think they'd make more money. I'd, I'd be willing to pay a dollar to put something in a Facebook minute a video that's less than three minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that's a fair bargain because you're going to have millions of people putting music in their videos, and uh, they'll keep getting richer that way. Rather than trying to ask for, like, $5,000 sometimes you want to use official, a song unofficially just in the background, like you and your car singing – was totally ridiculous, you know. And that was um, only thirty seconds long. Yeah, I mean, come on. And it, it's frustrating for our shows because, um, I mean, to put music in them is it's, it's they weren't big bucks, and we're just you know trying to do something big on a small budget, and uh, it's just ridiculous. Work with us, people. Work with us, music industry. Do you hear us? Yeah, but you know what? The uh, people that put out albums now, I mean, they're not really, I don't think they're making the kind of money they used to because of, no. you know, YouTube out there. Everybody searches, you know, goes on YouTube and um, all the other the apps, the music apps that are free, you know, mm-hmm. that you can download the music. So I think they're just cracking down on everything mm-hmm. because people are just fed up. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't you know, get it. Um, Here's Bay. Bay says, "Yep, a lot of a lot of the music artists I interview anymore um, are working They're jobs. Working jobs, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, but I think it'd be fair. I mean, we could all help each other out. Let us pay a buck just to like you can download songs for ninety nine cents on like on 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 your Apple, you know, on your for your iPhone. Why not just let us use the same thing if I want to put it in a stupid video on Facebook? I'd be more than willing and happy to pay a couple bucks because." Add that by millions, nobody's gonna have to work an extra job. Mm-hmm. We're happy to use it, sing it, and, and you know, groups of large numbers, and then go after the people that aren't doing it. Because mm-hmm. a buck is fair. I mean, a buck is fair to me, but you got millions of people wanting to access the stuff. And uh, work with us, people. Work with us. Yeah. Um. Okay, guys. So. Time is it? Oh, wow. That's ten. So much time. It's been mm. a fun night. Um, yes. I want everyone thank Gina to for, uh, thank Gina for calling in and George yes. and Doug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always good to hear from them. Great people. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy your week. And one more thing, right, Lil? Yeah, um, but you almost forgot. I did almost forget, but you can't, I can't can't allow myself to do that. I always remember, never forget is part of our slogan. Right. Um, you can take someone out of the '80s, but you can't take the '80s. Out of anyone. There you go. Peace out, my friend. Good night, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good week. Bye, guys. Bye.